Hello and welcome to Blast Beats and Bicycles here at 91.7 FM WMCN, McAllister College Radio in St. Paul, Minnesota. Really excited to have some guests here on the show, Lisa Burke and Dan Jelton. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. great. Thank you. Good. Well, we're excited to have you guys here and tell us all about your journey this summer. So Lisa and Dan, for those of you who don't know, uh, spent uh, the better part of three weeks, almost four weeks, going down to New Orleans along the Mississippi River from St. Paul. Before we get into all that stuff, though, we have to remind people of our velodrome news, of course, as we do every week. Uh, the six-day season is in full swing, and uh, Yuri Havik uh, and his partner were the victors in the London six-day uh, race last week. So that's a good kickoff, and they're going to be racing at the Ghent uh, six-day races coming up early this month, uh, in just a couple weeks, in fact. And so we'll hopefully get a second win out of those guys. Uh, and then, of course, the Minnesota Cycling Center is having their gala on November 26th at Surly Brewing. That's the Monday after Thanksgiving. So make sure you get your tickets. There's an event bright event there and it's out on Facebook as well. Uh, so be sure to grab your tickets uh, for that event. So Lisa and Dan, uh, how was that trip? It was really great. It was really beautiful and it was really hard. We were not racing. It's <laughs> <laughs> we sort of a river ramble. Right? Yeah, yeah. Your listeners might not river. be impressed by our speeds. Our <laughs> it was a river adventure. Yeah. And so what was the inspiration? I mean, talk a little bit about what inspired you guys to do that. Go ahead. Well, I think it was the fact that we live by the river. Yeah. One thing. We just live a block off Mississippi River. And maybe in 2008 or so, um, Minnesota became part of the Mississippi River Trail Plans. Mm -hmm. And so st we started to see signs along the river for the Mississippi River Trail. Mm -hmm. And the, the slogan is 10 states, one river. Cool. And started thinking, gosh, wouldn't that be fun to see what else is down the river? Yeah, I'm sure people have seen those signs, actually. It says MRT. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they're like all the way down Mississippi River Boulevard mm -hmm. through downtown St. Paul, Shepherd yeah. Road going out there. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we thought, I think we were just laying in bed one Sunday morning and somebody said, you know, we could ride our bikes to New Orleans. <laughs> and <laughs> that's kind of how it started. <laughs> that really is how it started. <laughs> that was a few years ago. That was a few years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it was sort of a, a whim for a while. Yep. And then it just got, gathered, like, velocity and seriousness, I mm -hmm. guess. Wow. You know? and that's great. We and how long playing. were you guys on the road? I mean, what was the duration of the trip? We left May 20th, and then we got to New Orleans on June 15th or 16th? 16th. 15th, 16th, 17th. Yep. Just shy of four weeks. Yep. Yeah, it was about road, exactly huh? four weeks. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Wow. And so what were the highlights? I mean, obviously, you saw so much of the country along the way. Yeah, we did. We did. What was the route like? So talk. Okay, uh, yeah, let's talk route? about the route. Yeah. So, there, so we followed a, a route. Uh, we didn't just, like, start riding. We actually did quite a bit of planning, and part of the planning was finding these maps from the Adventure Cycling Association yep. mm -hmm. out in Missoula, Montana, and they uh, they um, publish uh, routes, maps for routes all over the country, mm -hmm. and this one was called uh, Great River South, uh, and the map itself is really interesting. It, it, uh, it, it can consists of a whole bunch of small sections. Mm -hmm. Each section is about 30 miles mm -hmm. or so mm -hmm. with very detailed turn-by-turn instru -turn instructions. Really? And then the map mm -hmm. itself has, uh, it tells you um, for each of the towns you go through what sort of services they have. No kidding. Can you get water? Can you stay overnight? Can you eat? Um, and they route you on really, uh, they route you, it's a safe route. They've clearly put a tremendous amount of work into this. Like they've driven these routes. Um, and people have ridden them and then write back and say, you need to make a change here. We, in fact, uh, made mm -hmm. some suggestions mm -hmm. about changes. Cool. So it's very, it's really accurate. That's great. Uh, but they route you off onto um, lesser traveled roads. So yep. uh, county roads mm -hmm. and, and really sometimes really Bike trails really if they're available. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Not very many trails. I was going to ask how yeah. much you were able to find trails to be a part there of There weren't that many. And also, the other reason we followed these maps from Adventure from adventure cycling is because the MRT is sort of a concept in oh, many other states and right. places. In yeah. Minnesota, it's very, very well marked. Yes. And then into Iowa, it's sort of well marked, and then it will disappear and come yeah. back. And so we just thought these maps made it a much uh, safer proposition. That's great. How close were you to the river at any given time? Were you usually right alongside the river, or was it, was it kind of off 
the way the at the in the upper Mississippi we were pretty close to the river mm-hmm. down to about Marquette Iowa mm-hmm. yeah we were right mm-hmm. next to the river we rode mm-hmm. right along 61 61's got very broad shoulders and yeah. it was actually um, pretty easy riding and then at that point we uh, went west uh, and then stayed west sort of cut through because you know Iowa bumps out to the east and yeah. we didn't follow the river there we went kind of straight south down to uh, Iowa City um, and then into Missouri mm-hmm. Uh, to Cape Girardeau, and at that point we left the river entirely wow. and went east through Illinois, Kentucky, and almost all the way to Nashville. Wow. So and did the route take you there, or did yes. you guys decide? No, really? that's uh, the route. Well, the, no, because we decided we wanted to go in the Natchez Trace Parkway. So ah, nice. we actually diverged from the river and then cut across to get to the Natchez Trace Parkway because yeah. um, a lot of people had said it's the most beautiful bike bicycling you're going to experience, and it was. It was just tremendous. And That's then that great. just cut from south of Nashville to Natchez, Mississippi, and then we went from there into New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, the Natchez Trace. Big shout out to the Natchez Trace. Big shout out to the Natchez Trace. <laughs> 450 miles. It's a national parkway. The speed limit's 50 miles an hour. Wow. Uh, there's no commercial traffic. Um, we saw one guy get busted for mm-hmm. driving his truck. Huh. Um, Bikes get to use the whole lane. Yeah, there's That's signs great. all over telling mm-hmm. drivers to respect bicyclists. That's great. The one problem with it, Jay, was there were very few services on the whole, <laughs> the whole section. Like no services. That seems <laughs> challenging, right? That I was mean, the big. Mm-hmm. That was it. Was that sort of the logistics of not figuring out where you're going because the maps were good, yeah. but wh- how are you going to get water and food right. and where are you going to sleep? Yeah. So we started out, we carried all of our camping gear. We yep. had a, sm- a small tent, a big Agnes three-person tent that weighed like about three four, pounds. three pounds. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, a little cook kit. So we were ready. We had sleeping bags and pads. We were ready to camp the whole time. And about three days in, <laughs> plans changed. <laughs> yes, yes, you got to be did, flexible. Jay. Yes, they did. <laughs> and as long as you have a credit card, everybody said be flexible. So yeah, that's were... the most important camping equipment you can yeah, own right. is a credit card, right? <laughs> there were, but but there weren't always places to stay either. Well, so. it yeah. just got really hot too. I bet. I mean, it went from fifty-two degrees the day we left to. Um, you know, the 80s and 90s, about three or four days. Wow. So and got, I, it was unseasonably hot here yeah, in late May. So I'm sure all the, the humidity down. was insane, too, it's as terrible. farther south you got. Yeah, so we needed we needed a lot of water. We had three uh, bottle uh, cages on each bike, yeah. and we just filled them up all the time. Um, and then we but, had that bladder thing, too. And then we had a, we had a um, camelback yeah. bladder, just about yeah, the yeah. bladder alone. Yeah. Um, but water's heavy, too. So, yeah, right. we were carrying... Our bikes were... You know, these are touring cycles. Yeah. They're not fast racing bikes. No, They're right. steel. What did you guys ride? Uh, I rode a Trek 520. Okay. Which yep. is a classic. Good classic uh, yeah, classic touring bike, you touring bet. Bike. Yep. What did you ride, Lisa? And I had an REI Co-op oh, uh, nice. adventure bike, yeah. which was a touring bike, and it was a little heavier than Dan's, um, but really sturdy, really sturdy, really thick tires. So. And are these bikes that you guys have ridden for a long time, and so you're totally familiar with them, or did you buy them for the trip? We bought, we, them, for we the bought them for the trip, but we bought them a year uh, like a year and a half ago yeah. because we wanted to do Ragbri right. on the ride across yeah, Iowa yeah. as mm-hmm. a training ride just to see what it would be like to go back to back, you sure. know, 65, 70 miles a day. Um, so that's when we really broke the bikes in, getting ready for that. And it, they were great. They that's, were great That's bikes. Great. Really, good bikes. Yeah. really good bikes. Really good bikes. What kinds of experiences did you have in terms of mechanical challenges along the way did you run well, into funny problems you should ask. we did a few <laughs> things um which really didn't have anything to do with the mechanics of the bike per se um but the first day okay so we you know the whole sort of romantic part of this is we're going to ride from our front door to the french quarter yep. right that was the vision yep. so we you know ride out our front door go down to the river take some pictures and have lunch in hastings and then i got my first flat tire in Hastings. In Hastings, in Hastings which right is, lunch. you know, 32 miles away. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> that was a great start, Lisa. <laughs> so, Way to go. Super excited about that. And, uh, you know, we, let's see, changed the tube right away, and then we were looking for a replacement for the replacement. But anyway, had to keep going. Um, so a couple of days later, we were in... Um, it was outside of Marquette, wasn't it? Yeah, well, we were in... Uh, Winona. Winona, thank you. I was thinking Winona. We were in Winona, we went to a bike shop, had somebody look at it, yep. just to see what was wrong. If yeah. anything wrong. He couldn't find anything wrong, mm. um, so kept going, and then... 
Well, we had I mean, several other days. Yeah. Long story short, Lisa had five flats. And six flats. In, wow. In, in the first week. Wow. And we checked the tire every time yeah. and couldn't find anything in mm-hmm. it. Um, and it wasn't until we got to St. Louis. Uh, we actually hit, we took a car into St. Louis because they have an REI there. And okay, we thought, so Let's yeah. we, we basically stopped at every professional bike shop that we could find. Yeah. Had everybody look at my tire. They all said, it's not the tire, it's the tube. You must just have had a bad run of bad batch of tubes. And so we'd get new tubes. And so we went to these legendary bike shops in Iowa City, in Muscatine. Um, We went to the bike shop in Hannibal. Mm -hmm. Everybody checked my tire and they're like, this tire's got 4,000 more miles to go. Wow. Well, then we finally were like, we're going to go to REI where the bike came from. And there was an REI in St. Louis. So we did this funny thing where we had to ride our bikes to the Enterprise Car Rental Get a car, go to <laughs> go to St. Louis to the airport, get another car, come back. Get the. I mean, we just had yeah, this like ridiculous. leapfrog thing. It was ridiculous. Plain you could, right, it was because right. they didn't have one way drop off. So anyway, oh, um, long story short, we got the bike to REI, and the guy right away said, "Of course it's the yeah, tire. Of course, of course it's our tire. tire." And he had this um, pantyhose test. <laughs> Have you ever heard nope. Of <laughs> okay, everybody can't see on the radio how high my eyebrows went when you said that. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and it's something he learned from his grandpa when he was a little boy, because he, pantyhose snag on anything. Okay. So he took the tire off and he ran a little piece of pantyhose on the inside of the tire, yep. and sure enough, he found seven little pieces of metal. No kidding. No kidding. That nobody ever. You so couldn't feel you it. You couldn't feel wow. it. Wow. see it. But, but the pantyhose catches sure. it. Right. And all that. So you got to go right. both ways. You have to go both directions because it might be. Of course you do, yeah. So anytime the wow. bike was loaded with my gear and right. me, even though I was way under you know, the capacity of the bike in terms of weight, um, that would just be enough for those little pieces of metal to wow. start to chip away at the tubes. So was it a manufacturing defect or did you just pick it no, up? No, I just picked them up. I think we picked wow. it up. Picked it up. But uh, shout out to REI because yeah. they were so great. They comped they so everything and it wasn't yeah, their fault. Great. But yeah. they gave me a great new, new, new tire. tire. Nice. They changed the chain. Yeah. Um, they I cleaned up the whole bike. Because wow. we already had yeah. probably at that point. 700 miles or so. Yeah. And miles. so did you convince them that the chain in your cassette were causing her flat tires? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, they were no but they were so nice because they're kind of at the intersection of a couple different, um, just tra- like, like two just transcontinental bike rides. Yeah. So they tend to see a lot a of lot people of who are on long distance sure, bike yeah. trips and they had the two guys that we talked to were really, really helpful. Very just great. great. That's great. Just great. And, so. and you learned the pantyhose test. We, we learned, learned the pantyhose. And now you too. And all of our tens of listeners, <laughs> the dozens of people listening the other, to us. Uh, <laughs> the other lesson for me was: if it doesn't seem plausible, yeah, that probably isn't right. Right? right? I mean, it's, it's like there's no way right? we're going through because, all these because these tubes. We kept saying it's got to be the tire. And they're like, yeah. no, we can't. I'm like, I should have just said it's going to be forty bucks. Please just change just, yeah, the tire, fix it. And yeah. no, we would just keep going on, and then wake up, and the tire would be flat again. Wow, so. I got really good at changing. Was, Dan was really good <laughs> at changing. Tires. So was that were the were those tires? Was that the worst of your mechanical challenges, or did yeah. you run anything yeah. more severe? Yeah, that yeah. Was it. no, that That's, was really it. it. Otherwise, the bikes were great. That's great. And it sounds like the drivers were generally pretty good. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, yeah, because again, that traffic was low when yeah. we were biking. Yeah. We had um, many experiences where trucks would come by and they would floor it, and there would be a big cloud of right. exhaust coming yeah. out, and, and and people came close to us yes. from time to time. Yeah. But you got run off the road by those motorcycles, and then like some cyclists on the Natchez Trace. Really? So that was, that was the land between the lakes. Wow. It was the land between the lakes. Oh, it was lakes. before we got on yeah. Natchez. Yeah. Wow. That's disappointing. But for the most part. It was disappointing. Yeah. I mean, most of the time, people would roll down their windows and say, good luck to you, go. You know, yeah, so many people were so great to us. Yeah. But there were a couple people that just came a little too close or yeah. they just needed you to know that they weren't they big didn't fans of bicycles. They didn't think you yeah. yeah. Basically. It's, uh, you know, that's always a tricky thing, but I got to believe that, you know, not all states are as welcoming to cyclists, even exactly as Minnesota right. is. And yes, so yeah. that's right. That's, that's right. A, hard, a hard thing to 
The farther south about. we went, the more we saw that. Sort yeah, of yep. that's that's I'm, true. It's not terribly surprising. I know it's stereotypical, but it's not yeah. terribly surprising. Yeah, well, the, we, the, the bike community may be not as uh, prominent. Right, and I don't, and right. I wouldn't. Uh, I would be uh, right away. I would say we didn't actually experience stereotypical like northern attitudes of southern people. Really? No, no. We had that's great. really great experiences. That's with great. People. Nice. So, did you run into any severe weather? Yeah. We had a couple storms. A couple pretty yeah. bad storms. We had um, to, one night that we, the, one of the few nights we camped, we had to go into the women's restroom for an hour and a half and wait out a really, really? big windstorm. Wow. Storm, oh, so. I bet. There was a, <laughs> that was super fun. Yeah. You know, when you're uh, along the river, you're all, there's always like a highway. There's the river, there's a highway, and there's a railroad track. I mean, I swear all the way down the river. And we were camped between the railroad track and the river. A storm coming in from the west oh. and trains blasting through every oh. 10 minutes. Uh huh. Wow. Was that, not a good night's sleep. Yeah. I yeah. Can, and then, and really and then it turned out that the next day. day was the worst day of yeah, our trip. Yeah. Really so, I mean, not day. just because of that, but it got yeah. really hot, and we probably were on twenty-five or thirty miles of freshly tarred road. Oh wow. So my tires were just like coated in tar and I little bet they rocks. Were. Little yeah. rocks. They look look like an almond roca, mm-hmm. you know, candy. Almost. I bet the so, bottom of your frame got pretty beat up too, then, from all that stuff. Um. Well, yeah, it wasn't. It too wasn't bad. too bad, it but too it bad, was but just hot. And later, we looked on your GPS, yeah. and the, the, it had registered a temperature of 107, which right. was never the air temperature, yeah. but with the pavement. Yeah. We were coming into um, that was the day we were coming into Hannibal, mm-hmm. and probably and ten miles coming. out, yeah. my my I have a Garmin uh, Garmin computer, and it does weather alerts. And oh, about that's ten handy. miles out, it was like there's a thunderstorm approaching. So we wow. just had this incredibly difficult day, and now yeah. thunderstorms coming. Wow. But the good news is we had a day off in Hannibal. So, yes. what, so one of our, um, ch- not, not a challenge, but one of the things about our trip that I think is interesting is that it wasn't just about biking. Yeah. I also wanted to see things along the mm-hmm. way and make it a bit of a vacation. Yeah. So um, one of us might have liked to stop more often than the other person, <laughs> maybe. So, so obviously you had some, some highlights, I mean, from your, tour, your touring, right? So what were some of the, what were the, the great places that you, you stopped and explored? Well, we—I mean, the first place was really Hannibal because we—that's Mark Twain's right. hometown, yeah. and um, we'd never been there, and yeah. it was. I mean, I think around really there great. it started to feel like we were really seriously on this trip. Yeah, you know, the first day we rode to um, Frontenac. Yeah, mm-hmm. state park. Um, and people, somebody said, "Well, where are you going?" And I said, "New Orleans." And I'm, and then I thought to myself, "There's no way you're ever going to make it to New Orleans. Like that doesn't, that doesn't make <laughs> what, sense. What am I even talking about? That doesn't about? make sense." So then, from then on, I would just say, "Oh, we're going down to Marquette. You know, we're going right. to the, the next the stop. day's destination." And, but a week in, you start thinking, "Like, wow, this is getting serious." And people would say, "Where'd you start?" And we'd say, "St. Paul." And they were like, "You're kidding me!" You know. Yeah. Uh, so. I think that's when mm-hmm. it started to feel like we're in new land, a new territory mm-hmm. here, and you that's wanted great. to see yeah. stuff, you mm-hmm. know. Did you guys drive or ride through the town of Frontenac, Minnesota? Well, well we, we on stayed 61. on sixty one. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. We stayed yeah. so we went to the state park, just outside of, uh, just off of sixty one, about another mile or so east of the state park is the little town of Frontenac. Yeah, and I don't know if you know the history of Frontenac, but it was mm-hmm. the place where the people from New Orleans would flee in the summer to escape malaria. So they would take the riverboats all the way up. And so there are these homes along the river right. that are this amazing New Orleans architecture. They've got that Queen that Anne lace. We should have ridden in there. No, that's it's so... It's amazing. Because yeah. a friend's family, they used to escape Rochester in the yeah, summer. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and so they had, a, they had a river home called De- the Dakota House. Yes, Dakota. Beautiful. Yeah. But you're yeah. right. It's that New Orleans architecture. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. So I, cool. I, we we that went down so there one cool. time ourselves and we we're like, Wow. That's yes. really cool. Yes. Why is there all this New Orleans architecture? And then we, you know, of course, Google we could is. Have turned oh, around right there and said, <laughs> "Yeah, we did it. Call it <laughs> Take good. a couple of pictures for Instagram and call no. it good." Well, right? we got to a town in Missouri <laughs> called Louisiana, Missouri. And I had the same thought. Like, I said, "We're going to ride to Louisiana." And we did. Let's go home. <laughs> Our work here is done. <laughs> That's great. And yeah. and I know I, you, I must have stopped a lot of places, but I'm just dying to hear about your experience in Muscle Shoals. Oh, yeah. that was yeah. so fun. Yeah. Jay. Was so so fun. just for people who aren't familiar 
familiar with Muscle Shoals. It's kind of like the birthplace of the blues uh, in in many respects, and it's just there's yeah. this iconic yeah, place. The Muscle there. Shoals sound, yeah, um, created by the Muscle Shoals rhythm section, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody from the Stones to Aretha Franklin to uh, you know, Wilson Pickett. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jason uh, Isbell more recently. Yeah, Jason Isbell, Paul Simon did. Steven uh, Tyler just yeah. recorded something. Did he really? Greg Allman. Have, wow. did, uh, have yeah. recorded. Yeah. The heyday yeah. was in the probably 65 to 80, maybe mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. And, and a, a number of people came out of Muscle Shoals and then went up and recorded for Stax as well. Right. 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 Up in Memphis. Yes. I'm a yes. huge Stax yes. fan. Yeah. Just love yeah. the Memphis We wanted to song. get to Memphis, but it was just too far away. Yeah. Um, so Muscle Shoals is on the Tennessee River, mm-hmm. and it's basically a twin town. And on the other side of the river is a little town of Florence, Florence, Alabama. Yeah. This is the far north western corner of Alabama. Mm-hmm. So we just yeah. nicked through. If we hadn't well, stayed we had to, there, we would ride off the Natchez Trace about 20 miles. Right. So we actually yeah. we we passed up on a day off to go to to go mm-hmm. to see Muscle Shoals. Wow. We ended up staying in Florence, which is a college town, so they had a they had a nice restaurant and so forth. Really good food. And then the next day took uh took a taxi over to um, Fame Studios. Yeah. So if you've seen the Muscle Shoals a documentary on PBS, yep. I mean, it is it is exactly... Yeah, at 9 a.m. they have a tour. Yeah. So you no go kidding. into the studio. That's a weird time it for is a, a weird time, tour. But yeah, it's right, it's right. because that's when they're still setting up <laughs> sure, for the day's recording. recording. It's, it's, just, it's, it's still, still an active studio. recording studio. So, wow. yeah, so we had to be there early and uh, just kind of milled around with people from all, all over the world. It was a yeah. really small group, yeah. but really interesting. And uh, It's an unimpressive building. It doesn't look <laughs> that different like, than this, honestly. Really? It's a little bit bigger. It's, but you know, it's bad paneling. Yeah. It's really Out tiny strip rooms. Mall. And, right. yeah. What you'd expect from a blues place, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. And I mean, it used to be in the middle of nowhere, and then yeah, like Walmart the is there across the street yeah. now. But The um, instruments that are in there are the ones that the, the band used for decades. Wow. The, 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 you know the uh, when Aretha Franklin, the beginning of the song, I Never Loved a Man the Way That I Love You, yeah. Spooner Oldham, the keyboard guy, is they're newly around. They can't figure out how to start the song. And he goes, doom, doo 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 Wow. And that piano yeah. and the, is there. The no tour guide kidding. sat right down and he, and he played that, that opening. And we both kind of oh. got the chills. Like, oh my yeah. gosh, wow. this happened yeah. in this room. Ghosts was, are here. There were yeah. ghosts. Yeah. There were ghosts. Wow. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was so. great. So it was well worth the 20 mile, uh, 40 detour. mile round yeah. detour. That's fantastic. Did you get a chance to see any live music while you were down there in, in Muscle Shoals? Oh, no. Uh, no. You know, it's funny. We kept thinking, of course they're going to have live music. And they yeah. hardly do. I mean, just, I think we're there uh, just the on weekends. We were there in the middle of the week. So we always. It's a pretty small town, right? I mean, it's. No, because like Florence together, is 110,000. Yeah, oh, yeah. Together, together, it's way you bigger. include Florence. Yeah, yeah, yeah together, I suppose that's true. Yeah, yeah I think our first live music was in Tupelo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was interesting because we we had hoped. So music is super important to us. One yeah. of the reasons we wanted to do this was the Mississippi River is like a, a highway of music from from the Gulf all mm-hmm. the way up to Minneapolis yeah. and uh, through these great music cities, Memphis and St. Louis. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, so, but in fact, after you've ridden. Eight hours, and you know, <laughs> find a place to stay. Staying up till midnight. And I was like, wow, well, yeah, we can There's go. There's that too. Also, <laughs> you have to ride your bike to the venue. You can't. So. That's the thing about bike touring. You don't have a car. All you right. have is your bike. Right. So getting around was a little tricky. It was really tricky. And early on, I, I realized that if it takes us an hour to drive there, it's going or an hour and a half, it's going to take us a whole day to ride yeah, bikes there, right? right? Yep. So you yep. suddenly realize, oh, you know, it's 15 minutes in the car. Well, that's going to yeah. be an hour yeah. right. to yeah. ride your bike there. Yeah. So we we changed the scope of what we were doing on some A little days, bit less wandering yeah. around. Than <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> but we did, yeah. Tupelo was great. We, heard, we were um, at an Elvis TEP <gasps> festival. Um. Is yeah. that right? They don't. You don't call them impersonators. You call them. Uh, oh right, TEPs. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's great. Tribute. Tribute. Performers. Elvis tribute. ETP. Yeah, e- 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 Elvis yeah. tribute. Performers. Artists or performers. Performers. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
humorous. It was, and, and, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was going to be funny, but it was, it was fantastic. fantastic. That's I mean, great. because nobody did the cliche Elvis. They did, like, the energy of Elvis yeah. no and kidding. the musicality. So there weren't Elvis, so. any fat Elvis impersonations? Oh, oh, my gosh. Uh, they were no, no, just they were fantastic. That's was, great. It was well, and down there, fun. I mean, that was his earliest stuff, right? Yeah. So you've got to believe yeah, back that they in focused on. Yeah, that was funny. Tupelo was a fantastic. I mean, Tupelo is a beautiful town. Yeah. Really beautiful. I don't know if they're struggling. We went through a lot of towns that were really clearly struggling. Really? Some of these towns were, Natchez, for example, Mm -hmm. was one of the wealthiest towns in America in the 19th century because of cotton. Really? And uh, it's just struggling now. We went Mm -hmm. through so many, and even much smaller towns out in the country that that were just basically Yeah, you could really see how urban flight is changing the composition of Mm -hmm. small town America. And so in one place called Conda, Illinois, they were having this big festival, and this woman was talking to us about her trip, and she said that the population of their town had gone from 2,000 to 310 years. Wow. And it was a county seat, right? So then you just have all these beautiful, old, empty Mm -hmm. buildings. Yep. Um, So. Yeah, it, it sort of reminds me a little bit of Butte, Montana. Oh. The big mining area, copper yeah, mining, was yeah, yeah. huge out there for a long time, mm-hmm. and now yep. it, these elaborate mining mm-hmm. mansions, and it's a ghost town. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. it's it's yeah. amazing to yeah, see yeah, that exactly. kind of stuff. Yeah, it's funny when river. you mentioned All ghost. That was the other thing that really struck us is that the South is sort of full of ghosts. Yeah. In a way that it's that we don't feel that up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the Indian tribes that were driven mm-hmm. out. The Trail of yep. Tears. tears. Yep. The war itself, which was fought right there. Yeah. You know, and I think we have, as Northerners, we have this idea that, um, oh, they should get over the Civil War. You know, right. they haven't at no. all. Well, they don't even call it the Civil War. It's the War, bet- war of Northern Aggression. The War, right? no- yeah, <laughs> war of the Northern war Aggression of, yeah. or the War of Southern Independence. Yeah. 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 Wow. It happened right there in their yards yeah, and right. their fields and their yeah. forests. So uh, we saw graveyards of, uh, of Confederate Great soldiers, soldiers everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yep. There were great, so many cemeteries uh, along yeah. the Natchez Trace. Wow. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. Well, you know, you talked about uh, 61. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things that I think is really cool is you guys created this blog uh, mm-hmm. on a right. playlist. Right. And so I want to make sure everybody knows to go to your, your blog, which is confluence.blog. Right. Um, and I will put up a link on the website, on the show website, so that everybody can go check it out. And we'll put your uh, link to your playlist oh, there thanks. as well. Oh, good. Because uh, I think people really want to hear it. And, and you did such a great job of, you know, sharing the story along the way. But, you know, Dylan has always been kind of a, a big uh, musician for me. So I want to I want to start a couple of songs here yeah. uh, for you guys. But I want to play uh, uh, some Dylan right out of the gate. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how Dylan affected you guys and the thoughts that you had as you listened to him? My um, my favorite Dylan album is still Highway 61 Revisited. Yeah. You know, um, so Highway 61 has always, which is also known as the Blues Highway, but yep. it's always symbolized for me this north-south avenue of music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought about Dylan a lot. I bet. I bet. And well, then, before we get into this, yeah. we're going to remind people that you're listening to Blast Beats and Bicycles, 91.7 FM, McAllister College Radio in St. Paul, Minnesota. This is Bob Dylan with Working the River for Watching the River Flow. <laughs> Trucks are rolling slow. Sit down on this bank of sand and watch the river flow. Wish I was back in the city instead of this old bank of sand. Tops and the one I love so close at hand. If I had wings and I could fly, I know where I would go. But right now I just sit here so contentedly and watch the river flow. People disagreeing on just about everything, yeah. Makes you stop and wonder why. 
That was Bob Dylan with Watching the River Flow. You're listening to Blast Beats and Bicycles here at 91.7 FM, McAllister College Radio in St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, as everybody knows, Tuesday, or should know, every uh, election day is next Tuesday, November 6th. It's an exciting involvement opportunity for every member of the student body, faculty, and staff. Max students who are at least 18 and U.S. citizens are eligible to vote. Even if you're not eligible to vote, you can still volunteer, door knock, and help Mac the vote. You can visit mcallister.edu slash CEC to find out information on voting through Election Day. Please email voiceschoices at mcallister.edu or CEC at mcallister.edu with any questions or to request more information. And thanks for helping us Mac the vote in this very important midterm election. All right, Dan and Lisa, uh, you've been telling us some great stories of your trip to New Orleans, and I want to learn more about sort of the culmination of the trip. Tell us a little bit about how it was like rolling into town, what your experiences were when you were down there, and what, what kind of memories you had. Well, we rode in all along the levee, which was really great. So we were right next to the river for the last 45 miles of our nice. trip. Did you just play Creedence um, all the way through <laughs> <laughs> it was It was beautiful. I mean, it was nice to be on a trail. Yeah. And the river really changes down there because you have all these ocean-going vessels coming mm-hmm. up to get yep. uh, gravel or oil yeah. or whatever it's, they it's pick up from the refinery. It's a very right? much more commercial part of the river. And you so also that was get a sense of why they call it the Big Muddy. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely. It just changes color dramatically mm-hmm. down there. Yeah, it's, it's like 150 feet deep. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we had this like downpour, so it was, it yeah. was super eerie and also beautiful. Uh, but also, yeah. we felt uh, we knew it was our last day, and it was just the relief of that after mm-hmm. after. I mean, it was it was a hard trip. Yeah. So the relief of that was really sort of, I mean, I energizing. Guess. I guess. How tempted were you were you to throw your bikes in the river? <laughs> oh, not at all. Never. I, I actually so felt like we were a couple days short. I really yeah, wanted to really? go to the coast, yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. can keep on yeah. going. Yeah. You can keep on going. It's yeah. another 100 miles or yeah. so. But, but it was it, it was really fun to ride our bikes um, through uh, Audubon Park in New Orleans, mm-hmm. through the Garden District and all these old houses mm-hmm. and by the streetcars. Yeah. And then we rode into the French Quarter. And it was just to Jackson Square. <laughs> Jackson <Wow>. Square. <laughs> Did you dip your front wheel in the fountain there? <laughs> no, we, we actually both got a little teary. We, we were like, got, oh my gosh, yeah, we, made we made it. it. We, yeah. we did it. Yeah. And um, that picture that you posted on the website, it was taken right after we got there. Yeah. And uh, we just turned around and said to somebody, could you take our picture? Bourbon Street sign was right behind us. And and uh, they turned out to be from Wisconsin. They <laughs> no, said, where did you come from? We said, St. Paul. 
solid. It was amazing. There was a guy. There was a guy with a cardboard sign asking for money in a yeah. wheelchair, and I said to him, "I just want to tell everybody we rode our bikes here for this." So, <laughs> and I did to this guy, and he's like, "You're kidding me, man!" That was, uh, That's great. We found a little restaurant. So we were walking towards our hotel, which was a really nice one. It was the Royal Sinesta mm-hmm. on Bourbon, as a matter of fact. Yep. And uh, stopped to get a bite to eat and a beer. We we actually drank less on this trip than ever before, but we always <laughs> had to have a cold beer at the end of every I day. Don't blame oh, it was gosh, so good. Yes, when we so checked good. in every little hotel in every little yeah. town, we'd say, "Where can we find some beer?" And, That's great. But uh, so we sat down and had lunch, um, and the waiter said. I can't believe you did that. Because we still we were still wearing our gear. We were kind of wet because yep, <laughs> yeah. it had stormed. <laughs> right. Our bikes were full of, you know, yeah. and people were looking at us. Like, and The manager took our people? picture. The manager took our picture. <laughs> with his camera, not ours. Yeah. <laughs> right. So really it was, I was, uh, I just, because I'd been, um, I think it's, I mean, Lisa was very cool this whole trip. Uh, and I worried the whole trip, you know, and I was just starting to relax. I was just and, looking around like, this is uh-huh. amazing. I get to ride my bike all day. So yeah. Dan's like, yeah. Dan's like, what, what do we have to turn it? You know, so he had the, the so burden, he he had the burden of yeah, navigating, right? Because right, right, right. he was way ahead of me and you had to figure it out first. Right. So, yeah. Yep. So it was it was tremendously uh, a huge relief to just arrive there. Yeah. When we got to our hotel, um, they were expecting us because we had had some. Uh, we were arriving we, a day earlier. We got oh, a little okay. early, yeah. and then we had had a bag shipped down with actual clothes because we only had bike shorts and like one other pair of regular yeah. clothes and, that we'd been wearing for a month. So we had regular clothes shipped down. Lisa's sister shipped. I did it not down. want to wear bike clothes in New Orleans. <laughs> no. While we were so they were kind of expecting us, and um, this the the um, bellman said, "I've worked here forty years. I've only seen people ride their bikes into this hotel like three times wow. in forty years." And they were so they were impressed. And Lisa goes. This is the nicest hotel our bikes have ever been in. <laughs> because our bikes I, are like, been this in. isn't the Super 8. No, I know. It was funny. In this beautiful lobby. They, um, and then they upgraded our room from a regular room to like a two-story suite wow. with a private patio. Oh, and, right on. Oh, right. I mean, we tried. We were. So we went to the check-in and they're like, oh, your room's not quite ready. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I need a we shower. Need you know, it's 3.30. Why isn't it ready? And we waited around for like an hour and 15 minutes. And then finally somebody came out and said, oh, we'd like to show you to your room. And it was on this private courtyard. Oh and it was gosh. just beautiful. Oh. And we were there for so four nights. We were there for four nights. No so kidding. Oh, that's that when we started great. seeing music. Yeah. 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 Fun. It was so great. Had you been to New Orleans before? I, yeah. I had a couple times. Dan. No, this I, was not, Dan's first time. Yeah. yeah. And he loved it. Yeah. One of the... Uh, songs that you had on, have on your playlist uh, by the Preservation Hall Jazz Band. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. One of my favorite experiences of all time musically is just sitting on the floor yep. in that, that room. That room is so tiny. It's I had un- no idea. I mean, we I, my feet were on the, on the basement. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. It was yeah. so I know. Insane. Yeah, we were sitting in the same spot. I yeah. thought I was thinking Carnegie Hall, you know? Like right. We're in the hall. But. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. If, if people ever get a chance to go to to oh, New Orleans, God. we tell everybody we know yeah. to go it, to and the band. It was so yeah. the band was great. so great. It was it's, so it's fun. Great. Did you see any funeral processions by any chance? No, we didn't. No, we but didn't. we got to see Charmaine Neville, so the oh, daughter wow. of one of the Neville brothers. Yeah. Char- I think Charles's Charles's daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. she did a great show. Yeah, um, yeah, that's great. We just saw we we just saw lots of different people. Um, so. You know, just wandering around Frenchman's. Even the bands yeah. that are out on the street are good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Know. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yep. Uh, so I never asked it earlier, how far was the ride? How long, how many miles did you put in? It was close to 1,500 mm-hmm. miles. Wow. By the time all was said and done. We wow. had, because of my bike malfunctions, we ended up getting a ride for about... A couple times we got rides, yeah. 120 yeah. miles yeah. in Iowa to get to Iowa City. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Were, You're not yeah. missing much. <laughs> this very, no. Sorry, like Iowa. Iowa. Very... Sorry, Iowa. <laughs> That's it. We just got banned in Iowa. Yeah. It was. It was. We um, missed the field of dreams, but we kept. One going. of the one of um, 
the things that worried me was like I was always thinking about what's our way out. What if, what's if worst case scenario? What are we gonna do? Yeah. When you're planning a trip like this, you do start thinking about like, well, what if this happens? What am I sure. gonna do? That's right. about being prepared, yeah, right? Absolutely. But, but it's easy to slip into worst case scenario thinking mm-hmm. all the time. Like, yeah, this is great. Right. And that and that I think became the thing that weighted me down a yeah, little bit. Like, like, what are we gonna do? So our bikes break down in the middle of Iowa, yeah. in the middle of nowhere, right? All you can do basically is rely on the kindness of strangers. Yeah, right. Which right. We, we did. Didn't, we didn't even have a tube. At some point, I, I was two, like, two, we'd gone through them. Wow. Yeah, we could I have had repaired two flats them. Within yeah, an we hour. could have repaired them. But yeah. you know, I mean, it's super hot this day in Iowa when we that flattened El Cater, We had these gnats. Uh, Oh that were gosh. flying around. Oh, they were just like, me. oh, it was oh, awful. No. <laughs> I mean, oh, make you go crazy. And as I long can't as you're ride with my mouth closed. <laughs> no, I, know. I, I know. gained like 10 pounds oh, I know. just eating that. Yeah. I am the same way. Oh, I, I, I think I had, by that time, I had just swallowed at least 20 bugs. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh. And I had to, so Lisa's bike was malfunctioning. I rode back into Al Qaeda and she's sitting in the ditch. On a 96 degree day with these gnats bothering her and had a raincoat over her head. It was miserable. Yeah, it was. It was something else. And then we found a lovely lady who drove us to Iowa City. That's great. Did uh, did you guys do any like training on uh, how to fix your bike? I mean, did you learn bike maintenance? Yeah, we did. We took a two hour private class at the hub, which was really helpful. Nice. but I mean, we s- still didn't know enough. <laughs> <laughs> if so, it'll have derail your bikes are pretty complex yeah. now, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it, if we had like bent a derailleur or something like that, we would have been in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I, I had some other friends who did that this summer as well, yeah. um, and they had serious mechanical challenges. A derailleur hanger broke. Yeah, oh. <laughs> you know, so they basically were on a on a single speed. Yeah. for about forty miles, and that was going oh. right into New Orleans. So they oh, were yeah, just trying wow. to get there. And yeah, then they had a bunch of spokes break, and so they were zip tying yeah. spokes together. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. like it, yeah. it could really go bad. Yeah, it can go bad. Yeah, and, and again, I our bikes were so solid. That's great. Yeah. Right. So I'm curious to know sort of about the the equipment that you took along you yeah. talked about minimum very few clothes but how did you guys pack out to be prepared for the trip wow. we had really good tule bags mm-hmm. um tule is tule the you know the bike rack maker is getting into bags in a big yeah. way yeah and, uh, mm-hmm. so we got we got new tule bags we had two each mm-hmm. on the rear wheels a lot of a lot of tour bike tours will take four on each bike. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what they keep in because we didn't. We, well, didn't. we didn't carry that much food. I think if you were carrying food, yeah, we weren't carrying food. Yeah. Did you guys just go to grocery stores for the most yeah. part? That was our yeah. plan to yeah. stop along the yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we had sleeping bags, sleeping pads, uh, tent. Um, we started out with two two tiny um, camp chairs, folding camp yeah. chairs. Pretty heavy, and we lost one in Cape Girardeau. We left one. Yeah, <laughs> it just was. Yeah. I, I, I don't know where that. Was. I, I was sitting in a chair when we were camping. Seemed like a necessity, and then it no longer seemed like a necessity. Yeah, right. right. Uh, just lay down and go to sleep right away. Uh, right. Yeah. So we had, and we had our cook kit, but we ended up mailing all of our camping gear back from Tupelo. And at Tupelo, we, had, we knew we weren't. Gonna and then camp. we started yeah. riding faster, which was great because yeah, sure. we weren't going to camp anymore. Yeah, after we had that. more room for water, frankly. Right. Then we had more room for. Water, we carried right? a little. Uh, this is probably the thing. I there's two things that I'm yes. really ha- happy we took. One was a little Bluetooth speaker. Yeah. Yes. So that we could play music from that sound. We we yeah. had a list of a hundred songs that we wanted to That's listen great. to. That's great. It was great. Uh, downloaded to the phone. So we every night we listened to music. Nice. And then. Um, I would highly recommend merino t-shirts, merino wools. <laughs> yes. yes, that is the best. And I yes. had a, I had a, uh, actually had a long sleeve zip tee because even though it was a hundred degrees outside, every time you went in, it was about sixty five, and I was just the air conditioning cranked because yeah, of the air right? conditioning. Mm-hmm. So I always had to put that. Yeah, on. yeah, I had talked to a guy who did a transcontinental trip, and, and I said, "What's the one thing you couldn't?" live without yeah. on your trip. And he said, merino wool. Yeah. Just wow. get as much merino wool yeah, as yeah. you can because it looks good. Yeah, right. It doesn't you know, It dries smell. really yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was a really good And tip. there's some really lightweight options too. So yeah. you're not wearing like, yeah. you know, your winter jersey. No, it's like a t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys wear bibs? Just out of curiosity. It's a little personal question, but did you wear bib shorts or? Uh-uh. No. no. Just regular really? shorts. Yeah. No, and bright shirts. I think shirts we had two each. Yeah. Uh, I wore, yeah, really bright shirts. I wore a sleeveless um, jersey most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did you bring a lot of uh, snacks along to yeah, to eat? Yeah, yeah. Just well, buy as you cliff went, bars. Kind of we, yeah, we we had a bunch of cliff bars and a bag of nuts, and that was usually it. And then yeah. I usually have a couple pieces of fruit in the bag just in case. Yeah. Subways. <laughs> every small <laughs> every small town's got a subway. Yeah. Well, that's what we thought, and it turns out more towns have Hunt Brothers Pizza. Yeah, we had, oh, we ate a lot of gosh, gas we ate a lot food. of convenience store food. Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> well, uh, you know, when, when that's the only option. I know, yeah, I know. yeah, right. And you can microwave a burrito in about a minute and a half. Yeah. Yes, that's right. That's oh, right. Man. Oh, yeah. The other thing that was really um, useful, Jay, is that we had a, a solar collector yeah. that could charge our phones. Oh, wow. Which was great. That's so, cool. Yes. So that just sat on top of Dan's uh, bags. And yeah. Oh, so you just left it out? Yeah, it was just charging out. while you were Yeah, and yeah. I would plug the phone into there. We also, we had, really a, we had a battery pack, too, mm-hmm. that would charge up. So, um, yeah, we never ran out of power. Yeah. That was really nice. That That's was really, really nice. Good. That was really How long good. did it take to charge a phone with that, then? <sighs> well, I mean, like, we were out on the road for eight hours in the sun. So yeah. Was, that was plenty fine. Yeah. <laughs> that was plenty That's time. great. Yeah. That's a really smart idea. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So as you reflect on the trip, what are some of the things that you wish you had been told that you want, you would share with people before they go on That's a trip That's a great like this? question. Hmm. Don't worry. <laughs> Be happy. <laughs> okay, so we, we, I, I have Bobby to say. And we got to play I know, and yeah, right. Yeah, I have to say, this is so funny because really, when we got to New Orleans, Dan's like, whew, I'm so glad this is over. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> Whose idea was that, anyhow? I, I know. And then about three or four weeks ago, I said, you know, I think we should do that same trip over again. I'm That's like, what? <laughs> what happened between that would. day and this day? I honestly would. Because I feel like we. It took us a month to. Fi- it's a hard thing to do, and at the end of the month, we had figured it out. You know. Yeah. Amazing. People asked us, "Could you know? Are you going to ride back?" Yeah. And I said, "You know, down there." I'm like, "That's completely insane, inconceivable." <laughs> I think the but. other thing, and I don't know that I would do it any differently, but um, a lot of people who do this kind of trip have some kind of support vehicle come along sure. with them. You know, yeah. so that. You don't have to worry about how far water is right, away. They can right, just right. have it for you. Yeah. Um, and I kind of liked doing it the way we did it because we had to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. We had to talk to people. Yeah. We had to negotiate things. And so I felt like we were more immersed hmm. in the places that we visited than yeah. if we had been yeah. with a whole support crew. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Um, so because they travel in a bubble. Yeah, yes. essentially of protection, sure. and we yeah. didn't have that at we all. We did not have that bubble. And it's it, so we were outside our comfort zone yeah. completely, and that yep. and that's not easy. Yeah, but that's all, that's also the only way you have a real adventure. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of you know I I would never be really comfortable going on a tour of any kind with a huge group unless you had that opportunity yeah. Yeah. to go off and explore, yeah. and discover things. Oh yeah, because yeah, that was so great. But then yeah. we did cross paths with. Um, a tour group coming north on the Natchez Trace Parkway, and they invited us to have some of their food and, you know, nice. have water. and Suck their wheels for the, a little while. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and the, the leader prayed for us. Yeah. I mean, they'd pull into a really rest stop, and they'd have, like, <laughs> tables full of food set out. Yes. And we had... we had wow. uh, A cliff bar and some water. A cliff bar and really some peanut butter. And <laughs> oh, yeah, sometimes we had peanut butter. Yeah, some That's really, great. We had peanut butter and tortillas. That's yeah, right, because we'd stayed at a, yeah. a cabin in, Mississippi, in a Mississippi State Park, so yeah. we had to bring our food in that. Uh, and you guys, cool. uh, subsequent to the trip, just a few weeks ago, celebrated your 10th anniversary. Yes, we oh, did. Congratulations. Yes, yes. Thank you. And uh, the question that I really had as I was looking at your pictures was, <laughs> well, how close did that not come, come to you? <laughs> That's a really good question. Oh, no. <laughs> well, no, we got along really well. We got yeah. along really well. Um, I think we could wallpaper a bathroom now, probably. Wow. <laughs> that, that is the real test of a marriage. <laughs> well, you know, four weeks, you know, in a three-person tent, I could see how yeah. you would, uh, yeah. closeness would not well, be a problem. I think it was, at, at some point, that we'd gone about two weeks without really talking to anybody besides having, you know, little yeah. exchanges with people at a hotel. Yeah. And, uh... Dan just was like, I miss my friends, <laughs> you know, because we were having the same experience day in and day sure. out. And uh, shortly after that, we crossed paths with this 
lovely person who lives in Washington, D.C., um, but he's originally Brazilian, and it turned out he'd gone to the University of Minnesota. And he was on the Natchez Trace Parkway at the same time we were. No kidding. Riding by himself. Wow. And so we just had a great time hanging out with with him. him And and so, like, we'd see him one night, and then we'd see him two days later and and hung out in New Orleans together. And he's just just charming and so fun. Carlos. Yes, Carlos. That's great. And it, we you miss know, that's you, Carlos. One of the one of those like magical moments that you yeah. you only get when you're out exploring like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, someone you'd never cross paths with in any other way. Yeah, right. And it's yeah. a very meaningful. Yeah. Well, it's a, I think it's a good question to ask about the relationship because it was going into it, I was like kind of worried about that because I mean, have you ever spent 24 hours a day with your spouse for a <laughs> month doing something really hard? Yeah. I mean, most people yeah. don't find themselves in that situation. No, it's stressful, and I mean. It, it's stressful, but yeah. you know, but we're uh, I don't know, we get along really well. Mm-hmm. So, I think when we got back, that was one of the things we missed. Yeah, yeah, being together, being together, and, and we did, we did, and yeah. also being outside all day. I'm that sure, was yeah. so great. I bet. I really love. It. I mean, Mississippi is a beautiful state, and yeah. I did not expect to yeah. love it as much as yeah, I did. Yeah. That's besides amazing. the rattlesnakes, but that and the, I think the <laughs> riding it was fun to ride I like being physically active mm-hmm. and riding eight hours a day at sort of low intensity this is not spin class this yeah, is right. low intensity yep. just grinding um, out the miles just grinding out the mm-hmm. miles yeah. it was just that's super fun yeah. but you can't sustain that and work at the same right. time so. oh uh, yeah. <laughs> work always gets in the way more stuff should so be free true. I know so we could have more fun I right? know <laughs> so did you guys ride together pretty much all the time or were you riding at your own paces a lot or did it mix it up how did it, how did you organize I, yourself i my natural uh pace was about 15 miles an hour yeah i mean it's just like where i feel comfortable yeah. it was not pushing it or yeah. anything yeah. lisa's was about 11 12. or 12 okay. yeah so yeah a gap would form yeah and then I would stop and <laughs> let her And I was perfectly fine with that. Yeah. So, I mean, just because some people were like, oh, why isn't Dan riding right next to you? Yeah. Like, because he rides faster than I do. Yeah. And so he would wait at a bridge or, you know, he, we never went more than 20 minutes without no. connecting no. with each no. other. Was, basically, when I, sure, yeah. if I couldn't see her, I would stop and yeah. let her catch up. Yeah. Yeah, that's always a challenging thing when you've got riders who have different natural right. pace right. to sort of right. figure out, are we going to be a peloton and right. Right. You know, push yeah. one and right. slow down the other? Uh, right. Yeah, so that's uh, interesting. I, I was really sort of oriented, and this I would work on next time probably, um, oriented towards getting to the goal, yeah. right? You know, I'm, I'm goal-oriented. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Lisa, maybe I'm a more one. leisurely writer, <laughs> <laughs> as it turns out. <laughs> Why would we make this last longer than it has to? <laughs> yeah, you know, that's always tricky for me because I'm kind of outcome-oriented, not process-oriented. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that enjoy was where the ride I want to be where I want yep, to be. Exactly. That's right. where we tended to have, that, that was, was the only point where that we had it. tension was yeah. when, we, yeah. Wow. Well, it's, it, it sounds like it was an amazing trip. Oh, so fun. Well, we really were planning... Future trips now because we yeah, just can't really wait to do, do it that. again. Yeah. We actually That's two weeks, great. two or three weeks ago, we just rode down to uh, Lake City and stayed overnight and came back yeah. just to get one more experience of going Fun. Out and camping. Yeah, That's great. It was so great. It was just yeah. beautiful. Wow. Well, thanks, you guys, for coming into the show to yeah. share yeah, your stories Yeah, thanks with for us. having us. This is really fun. Well, yeah. let's see. Ma- ma- let's mention two more things. Oh, Confluence.blog yes. is yes. one. And then Friends of the Mississippi River, we have been big supporters of theirs. And and I would urge people to go to fmr.org. They advocate for the pr- protection of the Mississippi River within the Twin Cities metropolitan area. They do fantastic work. Um, so, yes. yeah, I want to show that. We'll Lovely group of people. Yeah, we'll share the link to them, too. I yeah. okay. wanted to have more time to talk about them. Yep. You guys are so entertaining, and it was <laughs> oh, we're so entertaining. <laughs> so, so FMR well, note to self. Yeah, yes. right, right. And the Mississippi is a treasure. So yeah, just yeah, it really walk is. on it it's along a it, bike to, along it. It's to a privilege cross it every single day. It's amazing. That's great. Well, I, I want to take us out before we do. We have to do our event calendar. So Star Cross, uh, Fulton Star Cross is this weekend, today and tomorrow. I'm going to be out there helping with registration tomorrow morning at eight fifteen. So come on out and hang out, have some coffee with me. Uh, Croy Cross is on the. 10th. Theodore Worth is the next day, uh, November 11th. Uh, State Cyclocross Championships are on the 17th. And then, of course, the Minnesota Cycling Center Gala is on the 26th. You can find out about all that stuff at uh, the Minnesota Cycling Federation website. And uh, we're going to finish up with the bookend to our Dylan song. This is the Preservation Hall Jazz Band.